Well, good morning and welcome to the drive. It is <clears throat> excuse me, September 30th on Saturday morning at 4. Sorry, I'm pulling out of my driveway. 4 something. What is it? 4.27, I think. 4.28 in the morning. And uh, I'm just driving to the gym and then meeting some friends to go on a bike ride. So I want to get the gym in before all that. But... Um, I just was reading the Psalms this morning and getting a cup of coffee, but man, I love the mornings. I am, I don't know if I'm a morning person, but I love just the quiet in the mornings. Everyone else is sleeping, not everyone, but most people are sleeping around here and it's just uh, peaceful getting into the word and uh, it's the best in my mind, in my opinion, it's the best. But we're just doing one verse today in Galatians because I think it's pretty important. It's Galatians 5.26, and I'm going to read it while I'm at this stop sign. <laughs> uh, it says, Paul writes, Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. I love that. Let us not become conceited. Like, pride is... If you look through the Word from Genesis to Revelation, you see that... And we're not trying to say here's the level of this sin here's the level of that sin but it is very clear that pride if there were a list would be on the top like pride is why the enemy fell and was cursed to the earth pride caused the first murder in history I mean, we can go on and on. Pride is a horrible thing. Pride, pride caused the people to try to build a tower towards God. And then he scattered them. Pride is never good. And when one is prideful, that's what they are. They're conceited. They're thinking of self. They're not thinking of God. They're not thinking of others. They're thinking of not God's will or plan. They're thinking of self. And so Paul says, let us not become conceited. And remember, the reason why he's saying this is because he's writing to these churches who were doing so well at one time, but then the religious leaders who were prideful and said, you have to do it our way or see you later, they were on a platform of pride. And so Paul's trying to warn these guys, don't become conceited, don't become prideful don't become like so uh, focused on the law that you think you're superior and you know there's uh, in the past I've known of unfortunately a few people who fell into this camp you know they they love the they sort of modeled their lives after the Judaizers unfortunately and here's the thing They'd start out well. I mean, they started out doing good. They said, oh, yeah, I think, you know, the Jews this and the history of the Jews. And they kind of adhered to some of the things. But then what happened was they started to get into all the laws. And then they started to push the laws on others and the Old Covenant laws I'm talking about, right? As if we went, they went back to the Old Covenant, which we're under the New Covenant now. 
which is about love over law, right? It's about Christ dying, you know, shed shed blood for the remission of sins and all. So it's like they went back to the old law. And not only did they try to keep it perfectly, they pushed it on others and made other people feel guilty for not being under the old covenant too. And eventually they got so strict that they got so self-condemned that they walked away from the faith themselves. And it was sad because they led other people astray and then they also fell away. I know that's what that's what can happen when you go back under the old system. When you try to put new wine into old wineskins, you know, Jesus gave us an example of this very thing. And so we got to be careful, you guys. Like we're under the new covenant. We're free. We're free in Christ. I think a lot of Christians unfortunately are go back to the law and become bound again. And it's like they want order, they want um things to be done, you know, God is a God of decency and order, obviously, right? But they want these like ritualistic things and they go back to them and they end up feeling condemned. I can't perfectly keep the law. Well, of course you can. The Bible is clear on that. That's why you need a savior. And so these religious types, these Judaizers were so legalistic and again, they preached from a platform of pride. There was no humility in them, unfortunately. And they'd provoke one another. And envy was a huge thing as well. Because what happens is, I mean, Paul put it clearly. Paul the Apostle, he said, comparing to the flesh. They will compare. Well, here's what I did. Well, here's what I did. You know, it reminds me of the Apostles. When they were walking with Jesus and they were arguing over, like he was trying to give them spiritual insight, truth, and they were arguing over who was the best apostle, who was the greatest disciple. They asked for, their mother asked for, a couple of the disciples, brothers, the place of prominence in the kingdom to sit on the right hand and the left hand of Jesus. And Jesus is like, yeah, it's not for me to decide the Father in heaven. Like, we shouldn't be searching for titles or the place of prominence because the place of prominence is already taken. And that's Jesus on the throne. He is the place of prominence, right? He is in that place and no one should try to usurp that authority, right? You read through Hebrews, the whole thing is Jesus is better. He's preeminent. And so that's what brings about reverence. That's what brings about a seriousness for the things of God. Not the law. Not trying to be all strict and keep through to these things. But, you know, the law is more about what not to do. Christianity is, under the new covenant, is more about what Jesus has done. And that's the fact. Jesus done all the work. Our job is to follow him. To live a life of absolute surrender. Yielding. To him completely. That's it. That's it. Sounds simple. More difficult to live out sometimes, but with the Holy Spirit who gives us strength and guides us, every day we learn and we grow. You know, it's not a waste if you learn something. And we're learning every day. Just remain teachable. 
Let's remain teachable to what God has for us. And let's remain humble. There's no Christian who's called to be prideful and exert their authority. You know, um, a leader says, go do this. A good leader says, let's go do this. He includes himself with the people. He's, he's an example for them rather than pointing fingers and lording it over them. From a place and platform of humility, they say, let's do this together. We're in this together. And in the Christian life, we are. The place of prominence is already taken. Jesus is already on the throne. And we're at his feet. And that's the best place to be. Well, hey, guys, God bless you. I hope you have an amazing Saturday. Um, and take care. Praying for you guys. Love you guys. Talk to you soon.